In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Christ is in our midst. He was, and is, and ever shall be. This parable of the sower that we hear today, in so many ways, speaks for itself. The general message is that while some people receive God's word, that is, his instruction, the commandments, the call to repentance, the good news of salvation, and the promises of the kingdom of God, and the way to inherit it, and every person's soul has the innate ability to receive this word of God, not everybody receives it. Because everyone's soul is in, a, are in various states of, and conditions, and some are able to receive it, and many more do not receive it. All are able to receive it, but not everyone, any, everyone receives it for various reasons. Some of these reasons are beyond one's control, but however, many of these reasons why the word of God does not enter someone's heart is in someone's control. Now, everyone must judge for him or herself as to what category or what state or what condition their heart is in. Everyone individually is responsible to prepare their own soul. No one can till anybody else's soul. No one can soften somebody else's heart. No one can, can remove the, the cares and the, 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 how we react to the, to the cares and worries of the world except ourselves. And the reality is that we are all responsible to till our heart, to tend to our soul, and to make our soul able and willing to receive the Word of God. Now, most people do not intentionally make their heart hard. Most people do not intentionally make their hearts choked by the cares and the worries of the world. Everybody who has a heart that, can, that does receive the Word of God does intentionally have to work to prepare that heart. But no one intentionally makes their heart unready. It creeps up on us. Some people in one part of their life may have a soft heart. But because of the world and things that they experience and through the, the inattention to their soul, it may become hardened. Many people, if not everybody, are affected by the different cares of the world and different outside influences. And in some parts in their life, they may be able, may be able to handle them. But, uh, but sometimes without care, these things come to take on and take control of our heart so that the good news of salvation cannot take root. But we always must remember that any human being can be converted. And, and God wants to convert every single heart that's out there. He wants every single human being to hear the word of God, to take it, to repent, to return to God the Father, and to join him in communion in the kingdom of heaven. This is why in the parable, it says that the sower, who of course represents Jesus, throws the seeds haphazardly, not even looking where he's throwing them. 
You throw some and they land on the side of the roads and they're eaten by birds. You throw some among the, the weeds and they're choked by the weeds and only a fraction of them make the good soil. Now, I'm not a farmer, but that doesn't sound like good farming practices as they practice it out here in the county, in Whatcom County. But for God, it makes perfect sense because he wants everybody to come and answer his invitation and to come into his, har- into his arms and be saved. So no one is unable to hear the word of God if they want to. God wants everyone to be saved. And everybody, however, who has a good heart, able to receive and hear the word of God, has worked at it and keeps working at it, minute by minute, day by day, year by year, situation by situation. They try to keep their heart open to receive and to hear and to live the word of God. Now, what does the heart that is good soil, what does that person do? That person is able to tolerate all the things that unseen warfare brings, the persecutions and the temptations and the failures and the disappointments. No matter what those people face, they, they find a way to look to God and to make theological sense of it and to learn from it and apply it and to keep on persevering. Those who are, have good soil are willing to walk the difficult, narrow path and all the difficulties that may bring and to be watchful of their soul and to protect it and to clear it out as best as they can of distractions so that they may be, this, this seed can grow. Those who are good soil follow what is called the way that is full of difficulties and full of inconveniences. And still with, with difficulties and inconveniences, they still try and ascend with God above the world and above the problems. Those who have worked to have good soil resist despair whenever there are downturns. And we need to remember that despair, which is the hardest of hard hearts, is our number one enemy. Despair is our number one enemy, and hope is our number one skill and way of thinking that we should always try to acquire. Now this word of God, this seed that God wants to give us, that Christ has thrown to everyone in order that they have a chance to receive it, is a holy, precious, and divine gift. It's been called the precious pearl. It's been called the most important part of our lives because of this potential that the Word of God has within each one of us. This Word of God, if we take it, if we listen to it, if we apply to it, if we stick to it, if we, if we live according to its commandments, leads to paradise. It leads to a paradisical life. It leads to eternal life. It leads to freedom from sin 
and death and even from evil. Now the word of God is our true nest egg. Yes, plan for your retirement. Plan for the the rest of your lives so you can be taken care of as best as you can. But our true investment and our true nest egg is this seed of God that we want to grow in our lives and that leads to paradise, which is paradise, the heavenly kingdom, is the ultimate retirement plan and the one that we all can work for and receive. So to have our heart to have, be good soil, to receive the, the seed of God, the word of God, takes intention. Intentionally make your heart disposed to the word of God. And here's another thing, and we'll close with this. That this word of God is not something foreign to us. It's not some kind of foreign thing being put into us. The church fathers say that the word of God is innately in us already. That we have an instinct even to search for the word of God. And our heart is innately able to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. The God's word in us is innate. It's natural. It's always able to be ready to receive God's word. It's its natural state. Good soil is our natural state. The unnatural state is full of hard-heartedness and choked by distractions and full of clutter. So as Orthodox Christians, we are invited by the Lord himself to declutter our soul, to clean our hearts of things that don't belong there because our heart is a sacred temple. Your heart is a sacred temple to receive God. God dwells in this temple we have here, in our our building at St. Sophia. But most importantly, he, He wants to reside in each of your hearts so that you each... You and me, each of us, becomes the temples of the Holy Spirit. Now, I'm pretty good at keeping the the, the, um, altar of this church clean and decluttered. And to keep me accountable, any of you can come to the side doors and look and say, how's Father Michael keeping the altar? One of my biggest reliefs is when the bishop came... Last time he said, Father Michael, your altar is very clean. And that's how it should be. No one wants to see piles of books. I don't have a trash can even in the altar. It's outside the altar. Keep papers free and clutter. Now, however, more important than that even, is how do I keep my heart, the temple? Is it clean? Is it clear? Is it uncluttered? How do you keep your hearts? Is it clean? Is it ready? Is it a... Is it a clean apartment? Is it a messy apartment? And what, are, what can we do to have this, this, this altar made in order and our heart made in order so that this word, this word that God could come in and dwell and plant roots in our hearts and grow and we could be fruitful and share this communion with our God? Confess your sins. More people than you know go to confession here at St. Sophia. And those confessions 
when they are when they are honest and open before God, they have an effect. And those who go to confession and confess their sins and begin this this struggle of being radically self-honest and open before God and not hiding anything before God, those people, on the whole, my observation, both in their lives and my lives, their lives are better off. And they receive many benefits from, by uncluttering their hearts and letting God work in their lives. Orthodox Christianity, the spiritual life, is not something that happens instantly. I don't have, many people have heard me when I, when they hear confession, when I hear their confession say, the priest doesn't have a magic fairy wand to go and ding someone on the top of their head and all their problems go away. The church is here to help us through this narrow path that we're, that are, that are, that's given to us and to follow this path that leads to the kingdom of heaven.